Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Woo-woo! This is the Dan Connery Show. Guess what day it is. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Guess what today is. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. It's hump day. Hump day. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Uh-oh. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, America. Especially if you're listening on iHeartRadio. And the man who put that awesome Wednesday opening together, Sean Preble, is on vacation today. And we are joined by Joel Finkelman. Yeah, you're stuck with uh, me. Oh, man. this is. uh, I was looking forward today, and then you were here. Yeah, sorry, buddy. (laughs) What can I say? By the way, that intro is amazing. It's awesome, isn't it? I just want to say, Sean, Sean Preble did a great job on that intro. Seriously. Seriously, write those calls. They're going to be coming in over, hand over fist for that promo. Guess uh, what day it is? Mike, 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 Mike. And um, I, I'm, I, I, as you can hear, I've been, uh, I'm a professional in the radio business, and I consider myself a very different professional because I'm somewhat immature. I'm a 12 year old, and uh, I drag uh, Finkelman and Preble as just. Uh, has really adopted the entire ethos. So it's, uh, it's a difficult way to open up the show today. But it's also a day that I want to encourage a conversation. I want to encourage the exchange of ideas and exchange of thought and critical thinking. Here on the Dan Connery Show at 23 past the hour, News Talk 1310, WIBA. And uh, I hope everybody had a great uh, Independence Day weekend. Hope everybody had a great celebration. A couple of tragic deaths here um, in Wisconsin, a couple of drowning deaths. And um, so uh, impactful. You know, I usually spend some time... Uh, abusing the uh, the ignorant. I'm not going to do that today. Today's not a day to uh, uh, when you realize what these families have to deal with, and uh, it just you know, the the fireworks, jokes, and all that stuff is out the window today. Uh, I will do my best to uh, to engage in a laugh here and there. I will. Uh, but uh, Finkelman, I think you know the rule as well. You try not to bring your your home life or your or your personal stuff into work be, because you work with uh, other colleagues who live their lives every day and they live with their pr- problems and woes every day and and uh, me uh, Preble and you have uh, uh, you know we've learned how to make light of these things uh, I mean I hope you've improved on your base lighting skills by the way because every time I open up my uh, my text I see your knees completely ripped to shreds at your uh, uh, from your league slide. And, uh, oh, but I, I, yeah, I just ahead. don't slide anymore. So I've, I've fixed yeah. that problem. 
Did you not realize you were playing on cement that day? I keep asking myself that question. I, you know, I'm a former detective. I would have picked up on that a little bit quicker than most, I know. But, uh, yeah, you really wanted that base, didn't you, dude? You know, it's funny. I was actually I was playing defense. I, I dove on the infield for a, uh, oh, wow. a, a like very low pop fly in the infield. So you were shagging a fly, and uh, you, just, uh, you you got to get this. Uh, but yeah. oh, see, now I'm going to give you a couple of man card points for that. No, I'm going to give you a couple of See, you no? shouldn't because – yeah, I mean, and that would make sense to give me some man card points for a dive and a catch and a double play. Yeah, However, this is slow pitch softball, the lowest division at MSCR here in the state of Mad or in the state of Madison, in the city of Madison. Uh, so I probably just when you're in a league that's that low, you shouldn't be diving at any time ever. So, so in other words, the the person who hit the pop fly. Uh, it would have taken about five or ten minutes to get to first base in the first place. Yeah, and uh, I could have okay. gotten at least one out on the play. I did get two, but I could have gotten at least one, and just you know, I would have had my knees that they would have been okay for the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah, the base runners are. Like, Watch that Frinkelman. He can really throw. Oh, I got a cannon. You can still <laughs> see the marks on my knees. It's amazing. All right. Well, I hope you had a great weekend, pal. I hope you uh, – and I know you worked a lot, but uh, we appreciate you being here as well, and thank you very much. Oh, no, I had a great time. I got uh, some brats, hot dogs yesterday, everything. Um, played some some yard games. What would you do for the fourth? What would you do in the fourth? I, uh, well, I'm in high-intensity mom mode. Oh, and, uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yep, yep. It's, uh, That's fair. And it's uh, – she. well, the upside is uh, she didn't know it was my birthday over the weekend. Uh, so there's no pressure there. You know? There we go. <laughs> and and I, uh, I'm, I, of course, I'm goofing on, hey, it's my birthday. Why didn't you get me anything? And she's sitting in, you know, sitting on a bed looking at the TV. I'm like, you know, wondering who the hell I am. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, well, why didn't you give me a birthday present? I'm like, I, I got I'm an idiot. I can't help being a 12-year-old. But uh, Finkelman, I, I'm in a foul mood today, whether you know it or not. And I, again, I try not to bring, bring my anger and my emotion and my... Uh, observations that are, are going to be a little self-serving. For those of you who don't know, might have heard me for the first time today, uh, I, A, I apologize for the twang, and B, I'm a former New York City police officer. I'm a former New York City police detective, and uh, we had a cop assassinated, another cop assassinated last night. And don't think this can't happen, Madison, and, and, and situations close to this have happened in Madison and Milwaukee, and obviously we uh, see what goes on going on in Chicago and you think about these things, and the NYPD is my alma mater, and I, I think about this 48-year-old woman who was, uh, didn't, join the, uh, didn't join the police department until she was 35 years old, a 12-year veteran, and I just think about her sitting in a command center. Um, now, for those of you uh, who unplugged from the news last week, as I tried to do, uh, there was a very, very big shooting up in the, uh, the Bronx uh, Hospital up in the Grand Concourse, and... Uh, uh, it's. I just keep thinking about. Uh, you you heard President Trump over the weekend uh, unwaveringly offering his support to law enforcement, and obviously we're dealing with with an attitude and an ethos and a belief system by many people in this country that the police are bad. I I mean I spent I I keep making the mistake of going to YouTube and watching a lot of these uh, motorist uh, law enforcement officer interactions, and do I say that the cop comes off right every time? Well, the trooper comes off right every every time. No, I don't. I'm a human being. I was raised with a certain set of standards. I had a certain level of training in the police academy. I believe in professionalism. And I was a guy who worked with very, very mature, experienced police officers and great investigators, great detectives 
who uh, who taught me, hey, slow down, slow your roll. It's up to you not to escalate a situation. And if somebody wants to have a chip on the shoulder and have an attitude, as long as they're not getting into my personal space or trying to uh, disrupt uh, my police business, then I, I'm willing to let anything roll off my shoulder to a degree. And you got uh, people just sitting in a command center uh, after a very, very major shooting up at the uh, uh, Bronx Lebanon Hospital uh, last week. And, and, and again, it was a socially promoted savage moron who uh, trying to uh, uh, seek revenge on people who had to sit in judgment on him and searching for a particular. It was just outrageous. It's just it's just more of this society, this attitude. And uh, and and and. By the way, news media tried to reach out to the Bronx Lebanon Hospital, and and one of the individuals in that building actually put a wits, put a wits at the end of uh, uh, um, uh, the savage shooters uh, last week in uh, in the Bronx. Tried to make it Bella Wits or Bella Steen. Do you see where that's going? Do you see where that's going? The uh, uh, and, and this is personnel inside that hospital who told that lie, because it turned out to be a socially promoted mistake, a, a joke that should have not have been in that building. Another mistake that winds up in positions of authority. Then another savage genetic mistake walks up to a cop sitting there. A woman uh, at a command center is clearly not engaged with anybody. And he assassinated, put a round in her head. And uh, some old-time police work came back a little bit uh, after that, and uh, the savage was put down. A beast that needed to be put down. But uh, <clears throat> And I got people complaining about a, uh, a meme on a, uh, on a wrestling video. Uh, it's just incredible where we're going, and I'm not optimistic, quite frankly. Uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. This is the Dan Connery Show. Hope you had a great Independence Day weekend. Happy hump day to you. That's Joel Finkelman taking your calls. We shall return. News Talk 1310, WIVA. This is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, America. Especially if you're listening to iHeartRadio. Happy hump day to you all. And uh, Joel Finkelman joins us today running this ship, keeping us right, keeping us true, keeping me out of trouble and being very, very close to the dump button. After you read some of the news stories today, you're like, <laughs> you get ready. You get annoyed. You don't want to come back to this. You don't want to. When you decide to plug back into the news and the issues of the day and the politics and the insanity, and uh, you know, Finkelman, there's been a word floating around my head the last couple of days. Just uh, I wasn't even back to work yesterday. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's time to retire. Maybe it's just time to pack it in and walk away and and call it a day. It's just, do you ever get in that uh, that mood? Where you're like, you want to change in your life? You want something different? I mean, I think everybody does, but I mean, I, I you know, I'm 27, so I don't think I have the ability to say, yeah, yeah, I could pack it in now. Eh. See, 27, believe it or not, I, I believe that's a, I mean, you're you're a family man too, so that that advance that advances your clock a little bit, and um, I just think that uh, I, I, I was very, I was never uh, satiated in my life for some bizarre reason. I just, uh, hey, oh, it's like fun. I want to do that. I was a drummer, marched in drum corps. I was a cop and detective and undercover and. And um, just I like doing different things. I like to travel. I like to, uh, but uh, for, but lately it's um, it's just there's, there's there's something pounding on my head, and I'm trying to make sure I'm not letting my mother's situation guide me. It's that's the um, for those of you who don't know, it's Alzheimer's dementia and, and a myriad of other things. And and I just I was just like, wow, man, I just uh, I, I don't know. I'm not uh, I'm not feeling it the last few days, and I think. Uh, 
I don't know. It's just, you know, the word retirement keeps banging into my head. I don't know why. And uh, I, I, I can't make a, a dramatic decision because uh, that's silly. You can't do it uh, when you're uh, in the throes of uh, thought and stuff like that. But I just, you know, I, I, I see this 48-year-old uh, New York City cop just, you know, a bullet in her head. And I was so lucky. I was so fortunate. And I had, uh, let, let me make this very, very clear. I had the greatest time of my life when I was a police officer and a detective undercover. Greatest time. I laughed every single day. It was the greatest front row seat on the most bizarre show in, on the planet. And uh, and for my Chicago coppers out there, my Milwaukee and Madison coppers out there, you see it every day. You know what I'm talking about. And it's, you know, it's, it's never the same. You know, it's, it, every day is different. Every exchange is different. And, uh, and there's a very large class uh, getting sworn in today uh, out in New York. And I have a lot of friends who are now watching their kids go on the NYPD. And I'm like, man, I don't know. And you know what? I, I'm glad this person called in because I'm going to ask him him a question as well. And it's my favorite Chicago copper down in Fort Atkinson, uh, my buddy Bill, who's uh, who knows what I speak of. Uh, Bill, good morning. Hope you had a great Independence Day weekend. Hope you got, you got the grandkids uh, this weekend my, my, as well, my friend. Go ahead. I did. I'm still uh, in bed in a, a half coma from the two bills. <laughs> they can run you down, can't they, man? Oh, man, I sit on the floor because I can't stand and. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> it's a good I pain, surrender. though. It's a it's a good pain, isn't it? When they uh, when they're gone and you you realize the laughs and the fun you had with them. Absolutely, absolutely. But I I called mainly to express my condolences to you and and to that family and all the officers in New York and all the officers nationwide. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like it's like people ask you about Vietnam, but uh, you always say, you know, if you weren't there, keep your mouth shut. But uh, you know, being an officer, I can't. I know all the officers do it nationwide. They sit in the car sometimes doing a report, and yeah. uh, you know, normal people don't come up to you and, and shoot you while you're sitting there. You know what I mean? You know, yep. you know. Yep. It's but, uh, uh, and it's uh, Bill had to, when you were on the job. I'm curious. I mean, I'm going through this now, and I went through it for a brief period way back in the day. Well, like, like maybe I want to do something different. Maybe. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Maybe this. Uh, maybe people don't want to be policed anymore. Maybe people don't want to uh, hire people from the human race and police their neighborhoods and try to make a difference. Uh, it seems like it's a, it's always been and always will be a thankless job. And now you and I are seeing our friends uh, watching their kids go on the job now, and it's a, it's a very strange feeling. Eh? Uh, would you yeah, recommend it? My wife's cousin uh, just went on about a year and a half, uh, Officer O'Malley, nice Irish Oh, jeez, it's O'Malley, he's on the job. That's a great thing. Yes, absolutely. But, uh, you know, I wanted to be on the job when I was in high school, and, uh, of course, Vietnam interrupted mm -hmm. that for a while, but uh, yep. I was I was glad to do it in uh, – but, you know, after 28 years, Dan, I, I decided that uh, I had had enough in the area that I worked in. It was uh, 
It was bad, really bad, but I was there for 22 years. But you know what? I was lucky, uh, like in Vietnam. I only got a, a yeah. slight uh, injury, and I only got shot at once in the police department. So uh, many battles, but uh, I di we didn't lose the war. But uh, now hey, it's Bill, completely I proved... changed for, for do you, do you... and, uh, my prayers for your safety every day, you know. Bill, so. I, I don't know if you've ever got to prove it, Bill, but I did when I was an undercover. You can actually fit in a glove compartment if enough rounds are coming at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I learned you that in fit. Vietnam. And, uh, yes, you did. Yes, you did, I my friend. I figured we were going to get overrun many times, but uh, those uh, Huey gunship helicopters with the rockets saved our rear ends many times. But You know, um, I, Bill, I had a, a Huey gunner who was one of my first sergeants on the job, and he never took a, he never got nicked until he came to Crown Heights, Brooklyn, when he finally got shot in the leg. <laughs> and he was laying there shot. He's like, son of a, two tours in Vietnam, nothing. I come to this place. And, uh, yeah. well, you, you know the rest, Bill. You know well, the rest. I'm sorry about the officer. And, uh, yeah, me it's, too. It's a rough job. It really is. You got to really like the job. And, uh, I, it's a I calling. about when I retired that how I was going to feel. And, you know, after several months, I missed the guys and, uh, but you know what? It, it wore off, and, and I'm, I'm glad I did it, but I'm glad I, I finally retired. So, Bill, I had the perfect uh, last day on the NYPD. I got thrown out of one PP by a lieutenant, <laughs> and, and the door did not hit me in the rear end as I walked away. I was like, okay, thank you, goodbye, nice doing well, it. Guy didn't know I was day, two lieutenants took me out for breakfast, and I said, what about this paperwork? And he said, I'll let somebody else do it, and we went out to a nice restaurant, and they brought my <laughs> steak and eggs, and everything was fine, so... Bill, thanks for your time today, brother, and uh, I, nobody can explain it until you go through it, I guess. I mean, that's the best way to explain it. Nice hearing you back, Dan. Have, hope you had a nice, well, I'm sorry I did, about I did. your weekend, too, but uh, it is what it is, you know, buddy. Bill, so. I hear you, brother. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Appreciate your time. Thanks for your service, both in Chicago and in Vietnam, and just, uh, I can't complain, I can't whine, can I? It's, the bad, it's a bad idea. I shouldn't do that. We got to take a break. It's 44 past the hour. This is the Dan Conray Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA, we shall return. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, America. Glad to have you along. If you'd like to give us a call today, it's 321-1310. 321-1310. Toll free, we can do that for you. 877-235-1310. Finkelman, is it wrong that I use the audience as my uh, my therapy? I feel, uh, you know, when I hear Bill call call in and just he talks about the reality, he was like, "What the hell am I complaining for, really? Why am I whining like a baby?" And uh, no, no, I think I think uh, last time I checked, uh, you basically you get into radio one because you have a big ego, and and two because yeah, you're you're a broken person and you need people to yes. fix you, and that's what listeners do. So thanks, dude. I'm, dude, I'm the double whammy. You know why? Why is because that? I did I did stand up comedy as well. So oh, now you know how damaged I am. That's a and, dark dark soul to oh, do that. It's a it's a dark place to be in, dude. Uh, last night I actually thought of a bit. When, when <laughs> you still right. got that in your mind? And uh, good disciplined comedians, uh, Jerry Seinfeld and and his uh, I call it the graduating class from the Comedy Cellar and and uh, Carolines and Elaines and and those guys. I hate number one. You hate following them because they were just monsters. But they used to get up in the middle of the night and just, you know, write down bits. And I actually, that, that actually happened to me because I was watching a National Geographic special about three days ago. And it was, it was the plight of the wildebeest. 
Okay. And for some reason, I just thought it was like, you know what? I really need to talk to the audience about what D-bags will the beast are. Because their friend gets attacked at the creek. They, no, they're D-bags. They really are. Because one guy, you know, he goes up. The, the first wildebeest got to test out the, you know, the river. And he's like, you know, I'll take a little soup. And then, bam, this alligator comes out. And, oh, go! And, you know, I'm trying to be the wildebeest. Beast. I'm trying to understand the wildebeest, dude. And and then as he's, as he's getting attacked by the alligator, now a, a lion jumps on his back. Oh, I got you. And then now all of a sudden, you know what his friends do? They start, okay, Joey's getting attacked. Cross the river now. And they start crossing the river. I'm like, and I just wanted to be that wildebeest. And I was like, what you son of a, oh, you, you got to be kidding me, man. And, you know, he's got the lion and, and, and you know, thing on his back. It's just, and, yeah, and that's even, a very. They don't even go, go to the other side and, 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 you know, at least say a few respectful words for Joey. No, no, anything. they just wait. All right, Joey's going to, get the hell out of here. Keep going, keep going. And, uh. See, see, now do you understand the comedian's yeah. mind? I've never done that. No, it, it's that a very dark, it's a dark, dangerous place to be. Man. Yeah, it's a lot of death, and, basically. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, and I just wanted to be the wildebeest. <laughs> I watched it. It's like, why can't I speak for the wildebeest? Get off me. For the love of, I'm a freaking cow with horns. Leave me alone. And, uh, but I'm a lion. I'm, I'm here to, you know, and I, I go to these deep, dark, <laughs> deep recessed places. And uh, so I, so Finkelman, uh, are you telling me that I'm allowed to use the audience as my therapy? Oh, is that what you're telling 100%. me? hundred percent. That's what, that's what all we right. all, that's what we all do. <clears throat> so. All right. Now I, I'm hearing rumor mills about a, uh, an on-air personality, which I will not uh, get into any more details because Ooh. I haven't seen an official, uh, uh, so I'm not going to cross that line. And, uh, but I, it, it's something that actually put me in a good mood and, and I hope it's true, but uh, I'm not going to cross the line and, 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 uh. But all I can tell you is that uh, once a year, I look forward to this on-air personality playing uh, women screaming for rocks. I'll just say it that way. <laughs> mm, that's and, a good uh, clip. I've had to play that a few times in my day. Dude, uh, you know what? I I usually, every year when I know she's going to play it, I'm, I, I said I get my little garden chair and I get a couple of, crack a couple of beers because it's the funniest piece of audio you ever heard. I believe it and is I, the uh, Earth Day or is it Arbor Day? It's yeah. the Earth, no, it's the Earth different? Day video. Yes, Earth Day. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And uh, it, it's awesome. And uh, and so, uh, well, we'll follow the rumor mill. I'm not reporting anything because I, I'm not going to cross that line. I've not been in contact with her either. It's crazy. It's kooky. Uh, I want to offer my, offer my condolences to members of the legislature today. Uh, Ted Cannabis is a uh, somebody who I got to sit with about three or four times, and I, I got to chat with him, and I <laughs> – People are Fickleman. People are responding to the wildebeest. <laughs> See, it was a good bit. I should have wrote it out, and that's the discipline I lacked. I just did not write about the wildebeest. And uh, but uh, I, I digress. And uh, Ted Cannabis. The reason why I broke in and it was funny again. He was a really funny guy. And I I got to uh, I, I, I a lot of people say oh it's a great politician they. They, uh, you know, they know the facts so well, and they're able to talk about the minutia and the details. And and uh, I, I like the uh, <clears throat> I like the politician where when, when the mics are turned off, and um, <clears throat> and you just start having that conversation. And uh, Ted Cannavis actually talked about his son and his son's baseball uh, experiences. Was just and when you watch a dad talk about this, one of my one of my great regrets. I don't have a son, and you watch a dad talk about his. His son and I just you saw the little light in his eye and you saw his face start to beam and I, I just want to uh, tell you that uh, you know I I look for the Oprah Winfrey moment yeah you know, I I'm, I get tired of the details and and uh, it's just it's not my wheelhouse I like to get to know the person which is I know very emotional I don't it's silly 
But uh, he, just a good, and he's a funny, funny guy. He was a funny guy. And he passed away over the weekend. And I just want to offer, uh, and his last spot was uh, he was a uh, Wisconsin State Senator. Uh, and I, I saw a lot of uh, uh, outpouring and, and comments about Ted. And I, 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 I didn't know him very, very well, but I, I chatted with him enough. And to see his pride uh, uh, when it came to his son and the whole baseball uh, journey that he got to go on him with. He actually traveled with his son. He traveled all over the country. And uh, just a really fun thing to watch. And just uh, I, I got a special place in my heart for a parent who really, uh, they talk about their kids. And uh, they don't spoil them. They don't coddle them. But they encourage them. And, you know, I got great friends here in uh, in Wisconsin who, uh, uh, they prove to me that you can be friends with your kids at the same time and still be a parent. And uh, there's a great Wisconsin family that I actually took. Finkelman, you're going to love this one. I took this family. And again, my condolences to the uh, Ted Cannabis uh, family and colleagues and friends who passed away this uh, this weekend. And uh, there's been nothing but uh, really positive postings about the guy. And I just uh, I just want to offer my uh, heartfelt condolences. It's a loss. A good guy, funny guy, and uh, well thought out. Just a, a good cat, as I like to say in my little world. So I bring this. Uh, Finkelman, do you keep your eye on that hot dog eating contest in Coney Island by any chance? Yeah, we were checking that out this morning. Uh, I heard you and guys talk or, talking about Chester, uh, and uh, I think he did what seventy two. Yeah, I, Joey I Chestnut. What is his tenth mustard belt? Great title name and, for a, what for a, a what trophy. A, Dude, what a what a New York nickname! Hey, Joey Chestnuts, get over here! Come on, gotta talk to you for a minute. Yeah, so and, uh, so yeah, what he did seventy two hot dogs, and here's what we we couldn't understand in the morning. Um, we right. we weren't really sure how much time they had. Uh, for some reason, I thought it was like one minute. I've worked that detail. A little crazy. I've worked now. that. You have. I've worked that detail in the six zero. Oh, that must have been and, entertaining. Uh, the six zero covers Coney Island and Nathan's and all that good stuff, and and uh, I I I think it's just the. Um, I forget the uh, the amount of time on the clock, but dude, it's amazing. And and like the end of any good marathon, for those of you cops and, and firefighters, paramedics, EMTs who've had to work the end of a marathon, uh, Finkelman, something tells me you've probably run a half marathon, haven't you? At no. least a half marathon. <laughs> no, no, good. All right, good. No. I'm glad to hear that. I, uh, a five right. k I've done like twice in my life. So you, all that, right, that's so the you only really give I it am. away. You only really give it away on the ball field, then. All right, good. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, to hear that. Very much. Uh, it, it is the most disgusting place you want to be on the face of the planet. Is the end of a marathon and the end of the hot dog eating contest at Nathan's uh, and uh, Coney Island. <laughs> yeah. It is the most disgusting place on the planet you want to be. Yeah, you've seen some and, things. Oh, God, dude. I mean, people don't realize if you run 26 miles and uh, you have a certain fabric on your T-shirt, uh, guess, what, guess what happens to those two little things on the front of your uh, chest? Yeah. Uh, bleeding profusely. So uh, experienced runners, they put Band-Aids there. And, uh, but at the end of a marathon, you have everything coming out at one time. It's disgusting. It's a horror show. And I have an old doctor friend. I have an old doctor friend who was telling, don't run a marathon. Why the hell would you run a marathon? It's insane. Don't be idiots. But they do. But and, and Nathan's is the same way. So I bring this uh, I bring this Wisconsin family to Nathan's, dude. And I'm retired and we're sitting at they've never really had a Nathan's hot dog. And all of them to, uh, to every member of the family like, oh, my God, I've never had a hot dog like this in my life. And they also had Nathan's fries, which is another experience you just can't explain. And uh, so we're sitting there and this emotionally disturbed woman walks up to the table. And she starts asking for money, and I, I, she, I look at him like, my God, this this woman looks familiar, and she's completely insane. She's completely bat poo crazy, 
And we're going around, and she looks at me, and she says, you're a cop, aren't you? I'm like, oh, my God, I remember oh this chick. And I do it, I remembered her. And she read this insane woman who I brought to the uh, K- Kings County Hospital G building, the psych ward, several times. And this chick looked at me, and she said, oh, my God, you're a cop. So I gave her two bucks. Please leave. Don't talk to me anyway. I love you. Goodbye. And uh, you know what the, the mom said to the Wisconsin family? If I didn't see that, I would have never believed that story. So I'm glad I just witnessed that. And All right, we got to get out of here. 57 past the hour. That's Joel Fickleman. I'm Dan Conrad. News Talk 1310, WIBA. This is the Dan Conry Show. Blue collar common sense. Uh oh. Guess what day it is? This is the Dan Conry Show. Guess what day it is? Anybody? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing. The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Anybody? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Guess what today is? Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. It's hump day, hump day. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Uh-oh. Welcome back, Madison. Finkelman and I was just saying, we could listen to that like 30 times because we're immature men. It's fun being men, isn't it? That might be one of the best intros I've heard in a long time. If there's some sort of award thing that we could submit that to, we should do that. Dude, then we should send that to the uh, Wisconsin Broadcast. Oh, is that what? Yeah, that would be it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we should send that in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I'll uh, send it with my girlfriend, Morgan Fairchild. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Send my girlfriend. And (laughs) welcome back, everybody. This is the Dan Conrad Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA. I'm using you as therapy today. And uh, I'm thinking about retiring. I really am thinking seriously about just, you know, I, bleh. That's the mood I'm in. Bleh. I just want to say bleh for like three weeks. Bleh. I, I got, uh, uh, it's, yeah, I wake up to a lot, I have a lot of friends. This is an unusually large class of kids going into kids. Young people going into the uh, police academy today, uh, getting sworn in literally today, uh, just hours after a uh, New York City police officer is assassinated in a, in a command uh, vehicle. Uh, temporary uh, command uh, vehicle, um, and and I just look at uh, uh, you, you had uh, Finkelman. Do you go to Summerfest at all? You know, this is, is this is going to sound really really bad. Uh, I'm wow, 27 dude, I'm years almost, old. I'm almost going to say, please don't say because I know what you're going to say, but say it. I've never been to Summerfest ever. Oh, <laughs> I know. Dude, that's like, and you know what? It's the truth. I'm not criticizing here. That's like me saying I, I never went to the Statue of Liberty uh, growing up in New York City and Brooklyn. And I, I, you know what, dude? It's true. I ne- you know what the first time I went to the Statue of Liberty was? What's that? I was making a cocaine buy in the Organized Crime Control <laughs> Bureau. Uh, that's the first time I went to the Statue of wow. Liberty. And uh, so I can't criticize. But, dude, I mean, I've heard major artists. I think Pink uh, had a show last night or the night before. And um, it just, I mean, people flip out over this thing across the country. I have friends of mine 
who, by the way, they um, what is that uh, country uh, festival up north in Wisconsin? Was it We Fest? Up well, there's there? there's Country Fest, which is in Kadat, I believe. There's also Country Thunder, which I think is in Oshkosh. I want to say up by EAA right. somewhere up there. Well, I got a, I got a ton of friends who've been coming out to Wisconsin for years just for a couple of uh, the country music festival get-togethers because you can imagine what it's like being in New York City and being a country music fan. It's like, yeah, I, I got to go down to Tennessee. I'll see you people later. And it's a, and I, I actually hung out in a bar where we had majority country music on the uh, on the jukebox, and you'd get these uh, these Brooklyn hipsters coming in. Hey, do you have any Madonna on this uh, on this jukebox? No. And if there was Madonna, we'd rip it out. <laughs> We're never going to play Madonna on this jukebox. And uh, then we start saying we love this bar. And uh, I digress. Wow. By the so, way, I just realized. So I just looked up the lineup for today for uh, at okay. Summerfest. And, uh, lineup for Summerfest. Basically, my favorite country musician, Chris Stapleton, is playing tonight oh, and wow. tomorrow. But the problem is I have to wake up at 3.30 to come in and do this show. So we're going to pass in the morning. So uh, that is really depressing because I would love <laughs> to see Chris Stapleton. Uh. Dude. I mean, and you're a country music fan. Yeah, could you imagine him being in my part of the world, being a country music fan? And I'm not a huge country music fan, but I like a lot of the – I like some of the older stuff, Oak Ridge Boys and uh, Harmonies, stuff like that. I'm a big, big fan of that no, stuff. Old school, yeah. Yeah, I go old school, yo. That's how I roll. And uh, just – so I, I'm sorry, but I'm very, very disappointed in you. And uh, just like my friends I don't, don't blame me you. That. No, I, I know. I know it's bad. And every year I'm like, yeah, this is going to be the year I'm going to go. And then I don't. So <laughs> one All of right, these years – all right. If you want to give us a call, it's uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Got a post here from uh, Natalia on uh, Facebook. Uh, I was talking about my comedy uh, and and my, my neediness and my brokenness, and Natalia said, Dan, so, so accurate. We do love you because you're needy and broken. And uh, so thank you. Natalia, you're my friend. I'm saying nice things about you. And... Um, Three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen. Wasn't there a, a country thing up north called We Fest years ago? I think it was We Fest. I'm, I could be wrong, but I digress. And uh, so, for all you uh, folks out there who are going into the world of first responders, I, I I know I've been belaboring this point, and we'll get to some real talk radio after the uh, next break here. But uh, I, I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for every man and woman out there who suits up every day, gets in the rig, gets in the cruiser, gets uh, on the uh, the ladder, and, and does it every day. Yeah, my paramedics, uh, medics, and firefighters, and cops, deputies, state uh, patrol, and my agents uh, across the land as well, my federal law enforcement brothers and sisters out there. It's uh, it's And it's a day I'm, I'm just like, you know, why bother? Why do it? And, and, you know, dealing with other stuff, I've been really batting a word retirement around, and I am seriously considering it. I just, uh, I'm, I'm just at that point now. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm hitting the wall. Um, the human species is getting more and more insane. And I made a complaint last week, by the way. A lot of you know I'm, I'm helping, uh, I'm helping out with my mom, and she is, uh, uh, she's going through Alzheimer's and dementia. But that, uh, uh, no. So imagine uh, this woman trying to go to sleep, and the NYPD has a new policy, by the way. If there, with noise complaints, I was complaining about this giant block party that's been uh, behind my mother's building for the last couple of weeks. And um, it's the NYPD has a new policy. If they're not invited onto the property, they will no longer deal with noise complaints. By definition, what does that mean? 
And by the way, uh, Chris here, who's listening on iHeartRadio, um, just wanted to respond to Finkelman. Chris Stapleton is the bomb. And uh, let's go to the phones before we get out of here. Let's go to uh, line one, Bill, who is on hold. Hey, Bill, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Happy hump day to you. Go right ahead with your call. Yeah, good morning, Dan. Uh, what I wanted to mention today, uh, I heard you speak briefly about the shooting in New York, and I heard it on the news as well, the police officer, a female that got shot and killed. And, you know, I blame a lot of this stuff on, in fact, all of it, to be honest with you, all of it on Black Lives Matter. They incite people to do stuff like this. And, you know, every once in a while you hear one dead here, one there. I mean, it's getting to be, uh, it's, it's starting to happen more and more, and it's really sickening. We need these police officers to protect us. And, you know, it's almost gotten to the point where being a police officer is just like being in the military. You never know when somebody's going to try to take you out. And it's really, yep. really bad. It's disgusting, and I know how you feel about it since you were a former police officer in New York. And I feel very sorry for you. I know that you feel this hurts you a lot to see this happen. It hurts me a lot. So yeah. I think that this is where the problem is. We we need to we need to somehow deal with this, and I don't know how. I don't know how what you can do, but uh, well, I, I think President Trump and his support and his open support and his very very aggressive muscular support of law enforcement and our military is a very very good start because we have to undo the damage of eight years of Barack Obama, Attorney General Holder, and Lynch, uh, three of the most corrupt individuals on the face of the planet, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and they created an ethos and a, and a hatred and a movement, and they coddled Black Lives Matter, which is a domestic terrorist organization as far as I'm concerned. Um, and this has to be undone. It's going to take some time, and I've said for uh, the last couple of years, uh, it's not going to take one or two terms of a new president to undo the damage that the Obama administration did to this country. Uh, we're hemming and hawing over this health care bill, which I believe should have been voted on and destroyed before we even discussed uh, the following bill, but uh, nobody has that courage anymore. Those days are done. Um, uh, stand by, uh, John. I want you to uh, uh, hold on. I'm gonna. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll get this in. Uh, John, stand by. We'll pick you up right after the break. Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. Dan Connery Show, News Talk thirteen ten WIBA. This is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Finkelman, you got about uh, four or five people here want to go see Chris Stapleton with you at uh, Summerfest. Yeah. They want to go, uh, man. He's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Vicky, is the Vicky McKenna loves Chris Stapleton. Now, I don't want to say that I'm the one that told her about Chris Stapleton, but I'm the one that told her. So Awesome. Yeah, you can thank me for that one. Oh, man. Maybe I'll just get, you know, I said I was going to do the uh, over the weekend jokes. Maybe I'll just get a little bit, and then I'll light the fireworks. Uh, welcome back, everybody. 18 past the hour. Let's go to uh, John, who's been very patient online, too, for quite some time. Hey, John, welcome. You're on the Dan Connery Show. Happy hump day to you, pal. Go right ahead. Thank you, Dan. Um, welcome. I, don't, I know you have to go with your heart as far as the retirement goes. Yeah. But there are a number of us out here that are retired. And we just love your common sense, your humor, and your ability to bring the truth out on a lot of these situations that we don't have the background on that you do. So you are deeply appreciated in the community here. Um, well, John, I appreciate that. And I, you know, when I talk about something like this, I get a lot of I get a lot of people who post, and and I'm seriously, com, com, you know, considering it. I, I am uh, I'm at a point now where. 
uh, the world is just not where I needed to be uh, on several different levels. And uh, you know what? I'm going to take a few days off, I think, to uh, to really bat it about. And I'm because there's so much going on in the background here for me that I just I think I need to uh, put myself in a place where I can just uh, sit back, relax, and and contemplate, and maybe uh, and re-energize the batteries a little bit. That that might be uh, what needs to take place as well. So, uh, John, I will not make a hasty decision. I and I really appreciate your kind words, along with so many other people who are posting here on uh, on Facebook and and sending me nice messages and. And, John, I appreciate you taking the time out to say something uh, so nice to me today. I appreciate that, pal. Thank you. And uh, it is um, uh, it is what it is. I just uh, I, I look at the world today and, and look at the obligations that I have, and it's, uh, it's a tough place to be. But, uh, I'm, uh, God, I'm whining. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't whine. I don't do that. And uh, I had one time in my life where everything was crap, and I gained like 150 pounds, and just I was a big blob of, and I would, I've never gone back to that place. Never went there. And after you find out that it was a brain tumor that uh, helped you turn into the Goodyear blimp, you, you, then you realize there's some answers to some questions out there. And I've gone through death, tragedy uh, with family, and I do not get depressed over stuff like that. It just, I, I refuse to go there. We'll never go there again. And it's, uh, but I'm just, um, I'm in a strange place. That's, that's all, the best way I can explain it. And it's like when my buddy Bill down in um, Fort Atkinson called up and said, listen, you know, uh, he, he was in Vietnam. He was on the Chicago Police Department. Or if you're on the Madison PD, if you're on the Janesville Police Department or Milwaukee Police Department and Racine County, uh, I mean, and Dane County and all our deputies across the, the great state of Wisconsin, is it, you can't explain it till you do it. And it's uh, do I think President Trump is the solution to a lot of problems that America has? No, no, I don't. Uh, as, do I think he's a better bet than uh, Hillary Rodham Clinton? Yes, yes, I do. And uh, and he's saying the right things. And and uh, again, you look at the criticism he took over a meme that he a didn't develop. And uh, I'm looking into the story here. I don't think he retweeted it either. Uh, and it's incredible how quick people you know, go after Donald Trump for. And it turns out there was a uh, a knucklehead kid um, or an adult. Day. Let me go to uh, Bill in Stoughton who's been very, very patient. Hey, Bill, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Happy hump day to you, pal. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your call. Go right ahead. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. And, you know, you can't leave because the flowers will die. You realize that, right? <laughs> if you remember the reference. Yes, yes, I, right. I, I, I get it. Um, anyway, and, and uh, just know that, you know, we, you know, you're, you're, you know, it sounds cliche, but you're like a beacon of light in this, you know, a cesspool of liberalism that is Madison. So... You know, if if for some reason you decide that, and you only you know what you um, what you yeah. can and can't do. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now you wanna get mixed up in the family business? Introducing the Godfather at ChapaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. And everybody will respect you, whether one way or another. So just, you know, put that feather in your cap. Well, hey, Bill, I appreciate it. And I and I know that uh, if I do make this decision, I, I, I'm gone forever. I'm out of the business forever if I do walk away now. And it's, uh, it's again, I'm not going to take it lightly. And I'm not going to make a split-second decision. But 
Uh, the world is in a very strange place, and on a lot of fronts, I don't see a lot of things getting better. And uh, my mom needs a lot of help, so I, that's the way I'm looking at it right now. And uh, it, but you know, it's uh, I, again, it's a split. To, I'm not going to make a split second decision. No way I'm going to do that. I do love doing this. I do love getting on the air every day. I do love speaking with the callers. I really believed I wanted to be different in talk radio, and I achieved that. Um, well, yeah, I, and you, I, and you have ahead. been. You've done, you've done a remarkable thing for us as the listener, um, you know, the utmost appreciation, because in Madison, you know, the whole thing is, is that I listen to you morning on the do, you know, and then I yell at the TV and my wife on but you know, I... Bill, I, I I I I hate to tell you this, Bill. We're losing your call. You were fading out there at the end, and but I I get your kind words and I, and I get your uh, uh, your care and decency as well. I'm picking up on that, and I, I appreciate it very very much. Um, thanks for the call, Bill. And uh, and I, I I think I heard at the end there, Finkelman. He yells, he yells at his wife, so that's not good. <laughs> No, I think he was and, saying he yells at the TV after. So he listens to oh, you, good. enjoys that, and then then has to Dude, watch the TV. Dude, do you know when I? That. At least that's what I would know, have hope he said. All right. Do you know when I became the old man? And I'm not an old man, by the way. Uh, even though, by the way, I, I literally I could I lost count of the uh, the happy birthdays that I got, and this is one of the reasons. I'm like, yeah, maybe it's a bad idea if I walk away. Uh, dude, my birthday is July 3rd. And uh, I literally, I mean, I lost count of the birthday wishes, and I try to say thank you to everybody. My finger is tired from, you know, saying thanks so-and-so, thanks so-and-so. But thank you all very, very much for the kind birthday wishes. I really, really appreciate that. It was very nice, very, very decent of you, and uh, you're, you're good people. And, uh, and I just, uh, if you want to give us a call, it's 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Um, Oh, by the way, I got a, uh, I got some info. WeFest is northern Minnesota, and I, I have a group of friends that literally have traveled to Wisconsin, uh, northern Wisconsin, and Minnesota for years uh, because they're big country music fans. And you got about ten more people who want to go see Chris Stapleton with you, Finkelman. Um, it, it, it's a movement, my friend. It's out of control. It's unbelievable, <laughs> and it's uh, I. I Should we just take a big party bus here for Madison? Just uh, get something hooked up, take a trip. You know what? Maybe this is something we should think about next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that honestly, sounds good. Uh, and and it, we'll call it Finkelman Fest. We'll go to the best uh, oh, country act. I love it. Finkel Fest, baby. Finkel Fest, and we'll uh, we'll let the Vicky uh, kind of be the, uh, uh, the the grand master of the entire event. We won't make her do anything. We'll just make her the grand master. And uh, and Finkel really, Fest, that just means we'll, she gets to drink free beer. So you know. yeah, she drinks free beer, and uh, you know she <laughs> makes the calls. She yeah. tells us what to do and shut up when when need be. For sure. <laughs> And uh, and Finkelfest will in, in, entail a really good luxury bus, and uh, and we, we got great bus services right here uh, from in Janesville and and, uh, and Madison. Um, yeah, we're yeah, we're getting this start. We're getting started. Dude. So 2018 Finkelfest, a uh, a bus trip over to Summerfest, <laughs> which, and well, with, you know, and of course drinking, and of course we get Preble and uh, and uh, he'll he'll produce the ad, and we'll call it Finkelfest. And that's the only way you're allowed to say Finkelfest. What do you think? Yeah, you have to yell it or else you're, you're kicked off the bus. It doesn't matter where we are in our drive. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. Uh. And uh, as as we close this half hour, I want to make a little comment on uh, Governor Chris Christie. I heard the uh, you guys – I heard uh, you and Robin talking about this uh, uh, today. 
uh, it, it's now Beach uh, Beachgate for Governor Chris Christie out in New Jersey. He's just getting destroyed with the photographs. Uh, the, the governor and the uh, legislature in New Jersey were having a terrible time getting a budget passed, and uh, they shut down several aspects of the government, including beaches, nat- uh, uh, state parks, and uh, lifeguards and all that stuff. So they're doing flyovers. Um, uh, they're doing flyovers uh, a, um, uh, over the beach, and there is uh, Chris Christie who's sitting on the beach with his family and nobody else on the beach. Now, I, I believe uh, Finkelman used the word the optics uh, involved in that political moment, and uh, I just I, I can't help but echo this. And let me give credit where credit is due. Uh, Christie was a good governor when he first kicked off. He was really a uh, no BS guy. He got both sides to uh, throw down. Robin really called this uh, today on Madison in the morning. She her uh, description was was dead on. And it's um, Christie is a uh, no. I thought the the meme was going to be a little bit meaner than what uh, they got. And the meme is ph- phenomenal. Um, what's the meme, uh, Finkelman? Uh, it's uh, uh, Bert Lancaster on the beach making out with the girl with the wave sending them. Oh, uh, yes, there's it's just it's also now I'm seeing lots of other little memes pop up. Well, you knew else. the orca, you knew the orca beach whale memes were going to pop up. That's what I'm assuming you're seeing. Right well, now. that was the easy New York Post headline, right? Yeah, I, I would yeah. assume the next beach day. whale. Yeah, yeah beach whale. <laughs> I mean, come on, it was everybody was thinking it. We just had to say it. I know. It's just, and we went there. Let me go to. Uh, let me go to line one and Mary, who's been uh, very nice to call in today. Mary, happy hump day to you, my dear. Appreciate your time. Thanks for the call. You're on the Dan Conray Show. Go right ahead. Thanks, Dan, and happy hump day to you, too. And, happy um, hump day. Your programmer should definitely go to Summerfest. He's being a weenie for not going. Wow. Cold that's, a weenie right on fair. the air. Awesome. I, yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, he, that's I cool. figured he'd be okay with that. And the reason I'm saying you can't retire is because where will I get my occasional dose of Irish, Scottish, who's going to do that? Nobody can do that. That's right. So in other words, it's for your own selfish, uh, desirable yeah. reasons that you want to hear yeah. my brogue and, and my Scott yeah. brogue. And, Absolutely. Uh, so, Mary, you want me to whisper in your ear on occasion, don't you? You want me to, hello, love, very good to see you. Let me just nibble on the back of the ear like that, and I'll give you a kiss <laughs> on the neck. And you got chills going down your spine right now, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> if- if you're going to actually retire, which I'll be, I'll put this out here, it will be completely selfish. You need to make an ongoing tape for me so I can get through it. <laughs> yeah, so you need a loop tape. You need a, uh, yeah. you know, a, uh, all right, uh, I'll, I'll start that right away, Mike. <laughs> all right, thank I'll you. I'll start the, uh, Mary, oh, there's the music. There it goes. Getting so angry right now for some reason, I feel like. Punching Finkelman in the face. <laughs> By the way, can we mention how she just said that uh, she was she was totally expecting that I would be okay with being called a weenie? We just that yeah. that line just kind of sailed right across. I, I noticed yeah, that was, one, Mary. I hear you, Mary. It, it was like one of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, yeah, he's a weenie. You know, it's like Dan Aykroyd doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finkelman's a weenie. We know that, and it's uh, good for the kids. And uh, Chris Christie is a beach whale who decided to go to the beach by himself, and uh, he doesn't care anymore. He's done. Checked out. You know, it's good for the kids. 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Bottom of the hour news coming up next. Dan Conry Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Now more blue-collar 
Common Sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. All right, welcome back, everybody. Dan Conry Show, 36 past the hour. Glad to have you along. Happy hump day to you. That's Joe Finkelman taking your phone calls at 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Finkelfest is gaining traction, Finkelman. Uh, people are all over this, a bus trip, Finkelfest, and... Um, and we we make uh, Vicky the uh, master of uh, no no we we got to put her in a position where she gets to drink and not have to do anything. Uh, that we, what's the title you'd come up with? Maybe on? just master drinker, just uh, chief. Yeah, you know chief, what? She's too di- chief. She's too dignified. No, yeah, I, I don't know. She's either too way, dignified there to has that. to be some sort of term. But either way, yeah, we'll just get her in the front of the bus, uh, drinking beers, and uh, we'll get it to, get a loudspeaker so she can make fun of me for the ninety minute drive to Milwaukee. It should be a good time. All right, it'll be yeah, just like a regular uh, radio show. <laughs> Imagine if you broadcast from the bus. That would be awesome. Yeah, and, you see uh, this? Uh, you see this guy's haircut? It looks like a beret yeah. on his head. Yeah, I don't uh, know why my impersonation like, of Vicky is like a ninety-year-old woman, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, you, you went back to like a nineteen-thirty-on. Listen, see, uh, Bickleman's uh, <laughs> hair looks weird. See, <laughs> yeah, flipping nickels. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. say you mug. Say, uh, well, how much? How much for this? Two bits, Mac. It's uh, <laughs> all right. Let's uh, let's get back to work, shall we? And uh, I, I, don't worry, I'm not running out the door. By the way, but I, I am taking off next week. And uh, I'm not making any weirdo decisions. Just uh, back off and relax. Don't worry about it. Um, Want to get to uh, uh, the the reality of Donald Trump as president. I've been looking at all the stories. Uh, the president is now flying off to Poland. And uh, I, 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 I got a couple of email messages. And, and one, friend to me, uh, one friend of mine said to me, Dan, I hope to God he doesn't try to tell a Polish joke when he gets off the plane. And uh, uh, there is some general concern. I understand this. But let's go back to the meme that took place over the weekend. Let's go back to that piece of video. And this is how unhinged. Uh, again, I, I sound like a, a broken record here. I understand that. I get it. Um, he's a very, very different president of the United States. Do I like everything that comes out of his mouth? No, I don't. Uh, do I think I was raised in a way that uh, if I would be put in a position of uh, great responsibility, uh, being the leader of several men and women, uh, having a team uh, that I'm working with, trying to advance the ball, advance our agenda, advance what I believe to be are some good core rational um, uh, slightly conservative values, yes, I would like that very, very much. But I don't think that I'm not disappointed in the reality that we face right now. And the reality is that the the Republican Party no longer has the uh, the cojones and no longer has the character of the nerve to talk about uh, the medical world of the United States being managed and processed by the government. It is a bad, bad thing. It is a terrible thing. And it seems to me, me and Dave from Gurney, Illinois, are the only ones who ever have this conversation. And uh, again, this is going to my massive frustration that I've been feeling and experiencing certain realities medically and, and cost-wise and certain things that I've gone through. I thought I had a great plan from the city of New York when I left. Turns out not so great. Uh, and the only thing that I've seen over the last two years is that my premiums and copays have gone up. Thank you, President Obama. And we have almost 50% of the counties across New York, uh, pardon me, across the, the United States um, 
that are going down to one single uh, contributor to uh, the health care exchange. That's, that's called single payer, is it not? And I have the CBO who has scored the previous bill, the same CBO that said, uh, President Obama keeping it around with that, mm, that's a good bill. Mm. No, it's not. No, it's not. Bad bill. Show dang dang. Umma umma. And uh, let me take, I'm starting to lose it, see? I'm going down that road. Uh, let's go to Jim on line one, who's been very, very patient. Hey, Jim, how you doing? You're on the Dan Conry Show. Welcome back. Hope you had a great uh, Independence Day weekend. Happy hump day to you. Thanks for your time. Thanks for your call. Well, thank you for accepting the call. I um, the, other, uh, the other day on there, you guys were talking about a, a, a kid that um, wanted to go across the stage for graduation in his uniform. Yes. Uh, your conversation raised a lot of eyebrows at the VFW, let me tell you, because um, this kid has already made it. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Life decision. A lot of those people going to school or don't even know what they're going to take. But yep. my point was, is we like, I'd like you to now and then, Somebody on the air, did you watch the movie A Few Good Men? At the end, Jack Nicholson makes one of the best speeches I've ever heard about police, fire, military. He talks about the wall. Yep. How we need the public protected by the wall. Well, we got to protect the people that are protecting us. This thing in New York is just gotten completely out of hand but you know it's but you know the assaults and the challenging and you know we don't have to go work all the way up to a homicide here we could talk about uh, the nonsense that the average madisonian is willing to say to a, a police officer and her deputy here in madison or and certainly in milwaukee we're looking at that every day and and when i speak to my buddy bill who's a former chicago cop it's just it's heartbreaking because i know what he's going through when he looks down at chicago and uh it, it's and I think you're right, Jim. It's, you know, if we don't start looking at the first responders in, in a different way, and, and it, by the way, it was an atmosphere created by Barack Obama, uh, uh, Holder and Lynch. Let's, let's not pretend this wasn't created by them. It was. Um, and, and I do believe there is a, uh, um, to me, like you, the, the first subject you brought up, to, I believe in rules and regulations, uh, Jim, but also when you think about somebody who's made a life decision like join, joining the American military, um, I, I think a little special recognition is not, you know, yeah. If you uh, if you want to save the whales, that's fine. But uh, you know, you shouldn't have to be able to wear, wear a whale hat when you serve the American military. That's a whole different ball game, and I believe it should be acknowledged. Um, and Jim, I appreciate the call today, my friend, and I, uh, I appreciate your common sense observation as well. Let's go to uh, let's go to line two and Rob, who's been very very patient. Hey, Rob, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show today. Happy Hump Day to you. Hope you had a great Independence Day weekend. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the call. Uh, weekend. I wonder what those are like. Someday when I retire, I'll know that. Oh, myself. it's my Rob. Uh, you you, know, you can't come in and see the wizard. You can't come see the wizard. You gotta no, was, stay at work. It was a nice day yesterday. I mean, we were actually busy, which is a good thing for me. So I'll take it. Absolutely. 
But, uh, yeah, I wanted to call in a couple of things. Yeah, the, the soldier thing, um, you know, maybe if the word draft came back into the, the words of these little snowflakes out there, they would understand what it means to serve well, our Rob, military. Rob, let me stop – let me stop you right there, and I'm going to throw this question out to members of the military and uh, and veterans out there. Maybe they can. Uh, I've spoken to uh, some very very close friends of my pal, and they said mm-hmm. the draft would bring in an element uh, to the professional soldiers' world and the professional airmen's and uh, uh, marine and uh, and navy that uh, they don't want to deal with. There is a there is a lowered standard in society that. Um, many branches of the military have had to adopt as far as uh, uh, body fat and tattoos and and, mm-hmm. uh, and well, a lot. I remember and, when I when I was trying to enlist the Air Force, they, if you had a tattoo, they wouldn't even talk to you. And this was in what this was right after nine eleven. And you yeah. know, I, I just said that as a way to maybe like people could get an understanding of what it means to serve our country, but just to scare them a little bit into maybe being decent human beings, but. The truth of why I called is about your retirement, Dan. Uh, you obviously know I went through the same thing that you're going through. Lost my mom. Yeah. Um, yep. I yep. think it's this is a thing in our country that we really need to address. Uh, people that spend their whole life caring, taking care of, doing things for other people. The fact of the matter that we can bankrupt families for memory care is insane yes. to me. And, you know, you're going to make a decision for yourself. You know, I, I keep thinking about uh, Mike's phone call last week, uh, several days ago. Mike is from Germany, and, and he said, you know, we got to understand w- what we are and who we are as Americans. And uh, and I was thinking about his phone call a lot over the weekend and mm-hmm. uh, and the point that you're making right now, Rob. And, uh, yeah, it, I, it's I, just, I, I mean, you're, you're, you're at a crossroads right now, Dan. We were yeah. the primary caregivers for my mother until we had to make a decision because she was starting to get a little bit violent and you know, I yeah, had kids now. That's a biggie. What your problem is, you're going through now, is a life decision. I mean, it, being a primary caregiver is one hell of a task that you already understand. And yeah. all I can tell you is keep outlets available to yourself to. Yeah, I'm going to. In fact, that. today, I, I got a couple of agencies that I'm going to be speaking to today and uh, and try to get some. You know, um, you, you got to get, get, get some. You got to get some space for yourself at least once in a while, Dan. That's all I care. Because Rob, I, I, and when I keep sitting there telling her to go to the light, she's just not listening to me. <laughs> no, no, and you're going to go through. It's going to get worse, and you got to yeah, be ready for that. I but know. you need to keep their outlets, and I think this. Rob, is a good by the way. For you. Rob, that that was a Connery McSherry joke, and we're allowed to tell that. Please, nobody out there be offended. It's uh, a lot of death in my family. Just know that we care about you out there, Dan, because we do value you, your voice. But you got to make the decisions for yourself, for your family, for your for your well being and your mental health. I mean, it, it, it this Rob, is a, a road that sucks, and you're going yep. down it. So, I, Rob, all those, thanks all for the, the time, pal. World. Thanks for your good thoughts. I feel them. I appreciate them. Uh, Dan Connery Show, News Talk thirteen ten WYBA. This is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Hey, don't get me wrong. I, I like doing this. I'm having fun. But uh, Rob uh, pick, picked out a, a great deal of what I'm, my brain is processing right now, and it's uh, it's beating me down, man. It's it's beating me down. And uh, welcome back, everybody. Dan Connery Show, News Talk, wrong place, 1310 WIBA. And if you want to give us a call, it's 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. And I, I, I keep thinking about the reality of as President Donald Trump. I know my friends on the left will refuse to accept that reality. I know my friends on the left, like Maxine Waters, 
uh, who's, I mean, you think about the language that the left is using right now. And I, I would love to hear from somebody who is, they were a staunch never Trumper. They are a, a, a honorable, a, integrity uh, ridden uh, conservatives. They just, yeah, integrity is, is their deal, man. It's, it's who they are. And I, I know my dad was not a Trump guy. Uh, you know, he just, and he, and he thought Hillary was going to win. And uh, my dad was a real conservative. In fact, my, my dad was right of Genghis Khan. And, but they just, but, you know, he was the true Marines Marine. He looked at his watch. He said, well, Hillary's going to win. I'm not sticking around for this. And I had a heart attack like three days later. Bam, gone. No, no hospital, no way. Outstanding. Well done. Well done. Aye, aye. And uh, good for him. And yeah, he had a good run. Lucky strikes and beers. I can't even count how many he had. That 80-something, good run. That's a good run. And uh, But he was a man who did, you know, didn't want a, a, a cult of personality to become president. And somebody suggested last week on this show that uh, there is going to be more cult of personalities. There's going to be more outsiders. Uh, one person said to me that The Rock has a real good shot becoming president of the United States. So isn't it a contradiction for those of us who've been screaming for an alternative, uh, for alternatives, screaming for somebody different to walk in? And how many times did you hear me say on this air and in Milwaukee and sitting in for the great, great hosts like uh, Vicki McKenna and Mark Belling and Jay Weber and Dan O'Donnell? I just uh, and uh, I said, I want somebody to walk in the room, turn over some tables, break some windows and be the annoying older brother in the backseat who keeps sticking his finger in your face. Why are you touching yourself? Why are you touching yourself? Why are you touching yourself? And Finkelman, by the way, I have people who are desperately, desperately asking me to uh, uh, write the uh, wildebeest, <laughs> write the wildebeest bit. It was and, a good. Uh, it was a good bit. I'll give you that. It, it really has. It has potential, doesn't it? Oh, it really uh, has a lot of comedic oodles and oodles of potential. It's it's oozing out the sides. Yeah, wildebeest or d bags. That'll be the title. Of the <laughs> All right, Joey's getting eaten. Come on, come on, cross the room. Joey's getting his face ripped out. Awesome, and uh, we get the cross. All right, I'll work on that. Three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. I'm not going to wait anybody wait too long today. Uh, let's go to uh, line one and Mike, who's been kind enough to call in. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Appreciate your time. Thanks for your call. Happy Hump Day. Hope you had a great Independence uh, Day weekend. Hey, yeah, I was all right. Hey, how are you doing? Doing okay, pal. I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. <laughs> I heard you were thinking about me. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was thinking about you, you know, in a guy type of way. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> no, right, that's fine. Hey, all, all I want to say, I lived, you know, almost 30 years. I love this country. I became a citizen. I have yep. dual citizenship. But, you know, there's so many presidents that have been through here living all this time. And regardless if this is a good guy or a bad guy, your day-to-day life still you have to interact with people, and your standards are important, not the ones that are on top. Yeah. That's just one person. You're right. And I, feel, yeah. and I feel like that's what's missing. I mean, they complain about this one guy. What do you do? How are they treating everybody else around them? I mean, regardless if you're left or right, it doesn't matter. I don't it, care. It's you know? a one-sided – on that front, it's a one-sided analysis. On the front that you just, point, you just pointed out, I think you're absolutely correct – we got to think about ourselves a hell of a lot more than we're thinking about the uh, the president. And the fact is, there is a Congress, there is a House, there is a Senate, and there is a ju- judiciary that I think we're uh, we're kind of battling right now at uh, several and, levels. And what's even more important, you know, locally, you know, you should get involved locally if you want to do some changes because that's where it starts. 
not yeah. not Ray on top in Washington. It's just you know they're beyond help. I think sometimes um, <laughs> the swamp you know, is uh, this the swamp drain is already clogged up, isn't it? Have you got that feeling? Well, that's then that's part of the reason why he was elected. Come on, I mean if if people yeah. haven't figured it out yet, I don't know. You don't have to go and study some kind of a degree to figure this out. I mean people are people are frustrated and hit to no end, and that's why he got elected. All that other hoopla is baloney. I mean, all the all Mike, the other, and you know, I've been thinking about you for a couple of reasons because I'm torn over my conservative side of my brain says let the free market deal with healthcare and it will it'll come out well. And uh, Mark and Levin, maybe, uh, go ahead. Maybe I missed the point there last week because the guy after me said the same thing with Social Security. I, I, it doesn't matter to me if how it's done. I mean, the government yeah. doesn't have to be involved. In it. We need to just some somebody set some rules there to do this yeah. and that that the money won't be touched. Healthy regulation. Yeah, healthy regulation is not a bad thing, and I believe the government, with that side of the equation, with the free market economy, and if you force insurance companies to offer a a, a good product or, or an affordable product, they'll come up with it. And Mark Levin said as much over the last several days, and I like Mark Levin very much. He's really my uh, my top brain right now. And uh, it, it, commercialism responds to a vacuum. Commercialism responds to need, want, and desire. And and talented people will rise up and create insurance uh, uh, policies and create insurance product that will turn into good care. Uh, and that's and, I, and and my my idea about that plan is you know people would say well this is like socialism. No, it's not. I mean, this, the point is we all live in the same country. We all have interests yep. about living well and doing good and whatever. So. What's wrong with everybody paying into it? You know, that means from poor to rich. And if you want yeah. more and if you have more to spend, well, then you buy more. You know, I, I mean, think, I, I, you know what, as far as the tax burden and as far as health care, I believe if every American had some uh, level of a dog in the fight, whether it's uh, if, if you're making uh, $25,000 a year, you have to donate 100 bucks a year to uh, insurance. Yeah. If everybody had a dog in the fight, it would be a much better product. I, I truly and, believe that. And maybe some people would eat a little bit more healthier than they are now. Yeah. <laughs> if, myself. Absolutely, Mike. <laughs> if if you're paying for the product and you know you're going to have to pay down the road, guess what? You know, maybe a few more uh, pieces of lettuce and tomato and, and or what I did to myself last night, which is so wrong, I can't even tell you. <laughs> and, uh, Mike, great call. we got to take a break. 321-1310. 321-1310. Toll free. 877-235-1310. Yeah. 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 I got to rock out a little bit, too. I, I got to bang my head. That's the way to go. Joel Finkelman taking your calls. This is the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Uh-oh. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guess what day it is. This is the Dan Connery Show. Guess what day it is. Anybody? 
Anybody? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? Guess what today is. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. It's hump day. Hump day. Now, Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Uh-oh. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Glad to have you along. Welcome back, Joel Finkelman, who's taking your calls at 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. If you want to track me down on digital media, by the way, you can do that. It's at Dan Conry, at D-A-N-C-O-N-R-Y, at Dan Conry on Twitter. And um, and even though Sean Preble's not here and you want to blame him for stuff, it's at P-R-E-B-S-O-L. <laughs> and uh, Joel Finkelman, thanks for uh, taking care of the show today, tomorrow, and Friday you'll be here. And... Um, we're going to be on with our friends from uh, Kloss Financial, uh, Money in Motion. We'll be, uh, we'll, we'll be handling that. And I always love uh, uh, chatting with CJ and Malia, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm, I, it's good to know how much I do wrong uh, with, my, <laughs> with my money. <laughs> you know, there's, uh, before I, I, I get to uh, what was me here, there was another reason why I was in a foul mood uh, uh, the last few days. Not just the, I, I was just in a position where I heard people Talking about the United States out in public, I, you know, and uh, was there a pub involved a couple of times? Yes, yes, there was. Yes, there was. I just find it incredible when I run into the people, and we, you know, I'm told, hey, all right, celebrate the beautiful mosaic. I get that. I understand. I, I grew up in the beautiful mosaic. Always got along. Got it. It was a great thing. And I just, I get so sick of hearing people, whether it's a couple of donkeys in the pub who, oh, America, this, America, that. Uh, you know, coward degenerates, and every one of their stories, by the way, all oh, the police are after me, I had to live. Yeah, that's every one of their stories, which is garbage, but I digress. Um, the, to me, it's uh, when I walk down the block and I'm hearing people uh, talk badly about the United States, and I've heard it too often the last uh, few weeks, quite frankly. And uh, I just I arrive at a point where, you know, the plane goes both ways if you don't like it here. The plane does leave if you don't like it here, and I've heard it personally too often. But the very same D-bags, the very same degenerates, will not hesitate to take a mat of firecrackers or illegal fireworks and blast it all over the place while they're talking badly about the United States. Or while they're, if they're in New York City, they're now dealing with the police department that will not deal with noise complaints if they don't invite it onto the property, which means they don't do anything about the noise anymore. And I hear these D-bags just popping off, this country this, this country that, and the negativity. And yet at the same time, these imbeciles are the same imbeciles who light this stuff on fire, who blow things up, who destroy property, and they just, uh, yeah, mess foot the Okay, okay, great. But yet you just popped off about the very country you're sitting in where nobody is beating you to death with a nightstick for lighting off what you just lit off. And yet you'll still pop off about this country. And I get tired of being accused of the jingoistic, right-wing, non-thinking troglodyte who sits there and espouses the positivity and, and the goodness and the decency of this country. If we kept every piece of property that we liberated over the last hundred years alone, man, we'd be one hell of an empire, wouldn't we? If we had adopted the uh, the stance politically and uh, militarily across the globe saying, yeah, no, this is ours now. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no, we're going to keep this now because you're, you're, uh, you're a bit of a savage and you're out of control, and we're going to be called back here to help you anyway. So why not just intercede right now and realize that you don't know what a, a, a representative republic is, democracy. It's, you're a thug. Your DNA, your DNA uh, uh, espouses your thuggishness. That's who you are. And you can't help it. Your lack of intelligence is, is apparent. And uh, so we're going to be stuck here helping you anyway, so we might as well stick around. But no, we didn't do that. And then I get a few people, uh, you know, and, and I know why they do it. And they make these posts on Facebook. Well, we used to have a representative republic. Yeah, you know what? Is it corrupt right now to a degree? I agree it is. I'm with you. But you talk about this country, and I, I wish every one of us would just take a, a, sit back, take a deep breath, and say to yourself, what if I lived in my uh, country of origin right now? Who would be uh, killed by a spear or a burning tire uh, uh, the fire necklace, uh, or or, uh, or famine, or uh, theological tyranny. Uh, what woman would be covered up and stoned to death if it was alleged she might have walked down the block by herself? I mean, it just you keep you got to keep thinking about this. Why am I here? Yet you, uh, yet the thousands of you uh, during the campaign, uh, last campaign, you took to the streets and you're like, ah, oh, the country suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you come here then? That's my question. Why did you come here? And I, I, I don't buy the, oh, the police are after me. Go to Australia then, numbnuts. I mean, if you don't like it here, the plane flies both ways. Last time I checked, it does go both ways. And maybe my anger today is right-wing, jingoistic nonsense and non-thinking, uh, non-gleaning and uh, immersing myself into the beautiful mosaic today. Maybe I'm just being an, a, a thug. But when I think about a police officer sitting in a command post, uh, a woman 48 years of age, couple of kids, came on the job when she was 35 years of age. And, uh, and you think about where her family's from, what she's gone through, and what this country has provided her. And, and yet there's another, uh, there's another thug willing to walk down the block and assault this woman for doing her job, just sitting there. Think about the mindset. Everybody's sitting there talking about the uh, some of the... Uh, corrections that President Trump made in the agreement with Cuba. Well, you didn't shut it down completely, so there's, th- there's something sinister going on. Yabba dabba do. Uh, well, well, maybe the guy is a, he's a businessman saying, okay, yeah, we need a little back and forth here. Joanne Chesimar uh, needs to come home. Chesimar needs to come home and, and pay the price for assassinating a New Jersey police officer. What? Yeah, we got to get something here. Got to be a little give and take. Not a president of physical. Let me go to the baseball game. Oh, that's Obama. He's so intelligent. He can say Pakistan, girl. Mm. Getting tired of that garbage, too. We adopt stupid. We sit there and shake her. Oh, <laughs> oh she's really a, a very good spokesperson for the go screw yourself. How's that? I got to sit here. and oh, you know, well, We need to understand uh, each other. No, we don't. I've been hearing we need to understand for way too long. Well, we need to understand the community. Uh, uh, shut up. Stop killing each other. Stop burning stuff down. Stop ripping each other off. Here's a crazy thought process, huh? Okay, got that out of my system. Thank you. 321-1310, 321-1310, free, 877-235-1310. This is the Dan Connery Show. Happy hump day, everybody. News Talk 1310, WIBA. We shall return. Now more 
Blue Collar Common Sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. 321-1310, 321-1310, toll free 877-235-1310. Do I sound a little angry today, Finkelman? I do. I think I do sound a little angry today. I just, I just keep, I keep trying to understand where, uh, and again, I'm, I'm, I know I'm in the mecca of, uh, I'm supposed to understand, oh, it's just so many great cultural things, and it's just, hey, shut up. Where do we, uh, where do we look at uh, uh, why you came here in the first place? We, we should develop a new questionnaire when people come here. Why did you leave? You, you, okay, A, you're from a culture of filth, are you not? Yes, okay, check that off. Uh, you, you're from a country of filth, yes, okay, check that off. Uh, your culture is garbage, okay, check that off. And uh, and we go through the scum list that were the reason why you left, and you left because it's scum there, is it not? And by the way, if I was stuck in another country, I'd be doing the very same thing people for uh, for the last uh, thirty years have been trying to do: sneak into the United States. If I can't get in, screw it. I'm going to feed my family. I got a shot to make a buck there. And when they get here, it's like, oh, this this country sucks. Okay. Uh, punk B. Och. Okay, let me let me ask you uh, where uh, you're coming from. What scum did you leave? And that is just a really damning list. All right, if, we, if we're going to open up the floodgates and we're going to say, all right, we're going to legalize everybody, I want them to answer a questionnaire. Want them to uh, acknowledge the fact that they come from scum, their culture is scum, their government is scum, uh, their lifestyle is scum. Admit you come from scum, then we start the conversation. It's like when I talk to anti anti Semites. Okay, let's uh, the, the, let's figure out the, what year the Israelites are, and then you guys showed up, right? Okay, yeah. Now we'll start from the uh, correct calendar date, if you don't mind. I'm um, a um, ding dong. Uh, it, it's just getting so stupid. I, I and why do I get so angry on a day like you know? Because it's the very same a holes who stand there and light things on fire, blow off their fingers, and guess what? Here comes the fire department. Here comes EMS paramedics putting these morons back together. And, and we got to sit there, you know, I'm in so much pain, but I can say one more time, this country sucks. Okay, thanks. You know, coming from a first generation here uh, th- to this country, uh, I-, I kept hearing this phrase in my house growing up as a kid. Good country, this America. Good country. You sit there, you expect a cell phone, you expect air conditioning, you expect a, a, at least a one-bedroom apartment. By, by what definition, by what uh, uh, biblical uh, uh, proclamation do we have to give you stuff? Why? I understand decency, generosity, benevolence. I understand that. Get that. But if you wake up and there's an expectation in your brain, you're already starting out as a flawed individual. Let me give you a great example. A friend of mine, uh, after Katrina, down in New Orleans and across the Gulf, they all go down. It was a lot of coppers from the Twin Cities I knew, a lot of coppers from uh, the East Coast. They all go down and sitting there, and and people, they were giving out what is the stock bologna sandwich that all of us know in in, uh, in law enforcement, especially corrections where you're handing out this stuff. It is what it is. We're trying to get people fed. And you had people starting an uprising because they didn't like the sandwiches they were getting. They were on a roof three hours prior, and they get brought to a location where it's dry, it's safe. Here's a bologna sandwich. You're like, these sandwiches suck. I, I, I want McDonald's. Oh, you want McDonald's? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get where I'm coming from today? And I had a friend of mine who literally said, Do me a favor. Uh, I, I appreciate you letting me come down here and help out. 
you need me to put me on dog and cat retrieval. This is because they're grateful when you come up to them and you know, like you pick them up and they pet them and put them in the boat. Okay, thanks, bye. Just uh, what happened to JFK's? You know, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Where did that go? Where did that mantra go? You remember the Democrat, John F. Kennedy, right? You remember his economic plan, don't you, right? Yeah, okay. So if you don't mind, I'm going to be a little angry today. I'm allowed to be. See, we, you've been telling me for a long time, we need to understand each other. No, we don't. I don't have to understand a piece of garbage, genetic mistake scum walking up to a police officer sitting at her desk at a command center and you putting a round in her head. I don't have to understand that. I don't have to understand a Milwaukee alderman coming out and threatening, well, we told you this was going to happen last summer. I, I don't want to hear that out of your face. You're an elected representative and you think you think the problem is the government? If you see one moron standing on one street and one moron standing on the other street and they're wearing different color clothing and they're going to shoot each other because of the different colors, that's a moron. Um, 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 ding dong. I can translate this into stupid if you'd like. And we, I keep hearing, oh, we, we need to understand, we need to sit down. No, we don't. I've been hearing that for 30, 40 years. I've been hearing that. How come when we poor people lived in a certain section of... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brooklyn, uh, let's see. We swept up in front of the building. Oh, look, a garbage bag is outside the can. Let me put that in. Okay. And by the way, we mopped our level of the uh, fifth floor. Okay. Dad said grab the mop and start mopping. And by the way, we weren't even 10 years old yet when we were mopping the floor in our, our apartment building. Yeah. What? That's child abuse. It's, it's so bad. It's, it's child abuse. No, it's not. George Washington was a surveyor by the time he was 13, 14 years of age. Today, we got 32-year-olds like, well, I'm just really trying to figure out who I am and just, you know, trying to exist and just trying to understand myself as a person. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Everybody says, don't be, don't be uh, brutal on the air, Dan. Just, you know, just hold it back a little bit. Just hold back. No. My parents told me that if you're a bum, that means you're out on the street and nobody feeds you and you're going to sit there and you, if you're a bum, it's not going to go well for you. The ending is not going to be nice. <laughs> the ending is not going to be pretty. And nobody, nobody says that in, in the house. Anymore. Well, I'll wait. Uh, here's the best one. Tom Brokaw, who now you can catch his uh, musings on uh, the podcast at iHeartRadio. Tom Brokaw literally had this. Uh, this I'm going to get myself fired today. I see it coming. He's literally on the air saying, oh, I'm Tom Brokaw, and uh, I was with my friend George Clooney at his estate in Italy the other day, and I've come to a conclusion that if you are buying jeans with holes in them, you're being offensive to poor people. This was Tom Brokaw's thought process. I, 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 I you know, we must be decent human beings. I can no longer pronounce the letter L. And uh, I, I think if you buy jeans with holes in them, you're being offensive to the poor. Well, thanks, Tom. Thanks for stopping by. 
Did you really? I, did this really uh, come into your brain? And uh, while you were sitting there looking at the coast at George Clooney's house, sitting in his villa, his little village, and looking at the oceans, coming out, oh, I love the ocean and the smells, and I must protect the poor. Are you kidding me? But yet most of us in America, most of us who can live in a neighborhood that we can afford to live in, if we have an expectation, if we have a desire, and if we have a demand that other our neighbors act the same way, our neighbors pick up their garbage, and uh, whether it's uh, the garbage in a can or the garbage that they, uh, they bred, get it out off the street and put it in the house. Go away now. Yet I get aldermans from uh, Milwaukee, we were trying to warn you, kiss my Irish ass. I needed to say that today. Thank you. Excuse me. Kiss my American Scott Irish ass. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you sitting there and lecturing to me. I'm sick of you walking into a symposium and or uh, unit training when I was on the police department. Oh, uh, this is going to be Cultural Awareness Day. And uh, uh, this is going to be, uh, 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 you know, we're going to teach you how racist and uh, intolerant you are. Yeah? Yeah, I've been hearing that lecture for 30 years. Yet you keep killing each other. What's going on? Can you answer the question, please? Why Why does that moron look at that moron and say, I got disrespected, I need to shoot him. Why do I continue to hear that? Somebody explain this to me. No? No takers? Yeah, I didn't think so. You got big cojones when the, uh, the camera's in front of your face and you're standing there with your other cowards and your other masked Avengers, uh, anti-fa degenerates. More rich white kids walking around. The poor poor bad. I'm listening to my African-American brothers and sisters, and they're saying A, B, C, and D is happening. But then you get bored of it. Then you move on. Then you, you, uh, you move on and you go back to the neighborhood. Everything's fine. You go back to your life, your world. Congratulations. Way to go. But some of us got to still live there. Some of us still got to make our way there. Some of us still got to be born and raised there. We don't get to leave. We didn't get to leave. And I wouldn't trade a damn thing for where I grew up. Wouldn't trade a thing. Because it, it, I don't care who it is, a member of the rainbow, I looked them in the eye and say, what the hell's going on? But yet there's training to help, help uh, law enforcement teach people, how, teach those men and women how to t- talk to the public. When will the public learn how to talk to everybody else? When will the public realize that there are people with uh, demented minds who are willing to go into Culver's in Madison and uh, try to get the, uh, the the work crew to break into a safe and give a guy a heart attack and let the guy sit there? There's zero humanity. That's what the problem is. You've been lecturing me for how long? You know, I'm tired of the lectures. I'm tired of the classes. I'm tired of the get-togethers. Oh, well, we must understand. I don't have to understand that neighborhood and that behavior. I don't have to understand that. And when do you say enough? When do you come out and start talking to the kids on the street? When do you come out and say, well, we don't want the popo here, so, yeah, you know what, we, we better shut our mouths and get you back in the house. Yet there's no shortage of YouTube video where you just sit there like, they're willing to fight till they're completely naked on the street and stab each other to death. Oh, this is going nice. All righty then. Let's go to Dave on line one who's been very patient. Uh, Dave, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Happy hump day to you. As you can tell, I'm a little annoyed today. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Dave. Good morning, Dan. I'd just like to say that, excuse me, in those communities, what they're telling other people looking in is those deaths that happen every day are acceptable to them. 
you know, in my view, to some degree, if a cop comes the, in. The body count, the body count, the illiteracy rate, the stupidity rate is acceptable to the Democrat Communist Party. It is acceptable to them to watch their schools fail year after year after year and mm-hmm. then come out and say that, well, you did this wrong in society. Oh, and you police and deputies out there, you're terrible. You're just, you're a big part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe that was true up until the 1960s and 70s, but that's no longer the case today. The popo ain't the problem. And until we start having an honest get together, an honest dialogue, and guess what? I better not. I better stop seeing the same people giving the the uh, the, uh, the sensitivity courses. I need to see some different faces in front of that classroom. Uh, Dan, does it, make, sit- does, it make, does it make sense that if uh, the killing stopped or even cut back by thirty or forty percent, that they'd have less interaction with the police? Uh, see, now you're using common sense, math, and logic. That doesn't apply here. You know that. Yeah. So. Anyway. All right, uh, Dave, uh, remain safe, my brother. Remain safe and turn your radio down when you call in. <laughs> Appreciate it, Dave. Uh, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm willing to have the conversation. And my friend, why do you kill each other? 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Is that a complex question? It, is that a culture question you can answer it any way you like why do we you kill each other why do you not read a book why does one gang look at another gang and say well i gotta start pulling that trigger don't tell me you don't understand what is right and what is wrong that was given to you for free dan connery show 31 past the hour news talk 1310 wiba we shall return Now, more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. So, uh, I'm trying to figure out what the tweet of the weekend is. And if you want to track me down on Twitter, it's at Dan Conry, at T-A-N-C-A-N-O-Y. Um, uh, Damon Wayans and uh, the older Wayans brothers, probably some of the funniest human beings uh, to be on the face of the earth. I used to, I was a great fan of In Living Color. And Damon Wayans Jr. decided to tweet over the weekend. And his uncles, the younger Wayans brothers, they hosted uh, some MTV Awards back in the day. They've, they've tried a couple of things. Nowhere near the talents their older brothers are. And uh, I'll read you the story. Damon Wayans Jr. found himself in hot water after he tweeted, Happy white people proud of their racist ancestors day on July 4th. Um Okay, yeah, the actor's tweet angered many fans and forced the star to defend himself with a follow-up tweet saying, jokes aren't illegal. You know what, Damon Wayans Jr., you're absolutely right. But there's something lost in the equation here. There's something lost in the conversation, which I'm going to be that little uncomfortable D-bag from Brooklyn who's going to step into the equation and say, yeah, but when I react to you, that's when you all of a sudden say, yeah, be racist. Let me give an example. Susan Rice. We're told for years to celebrate her education, celebrate her uh, uh, quest in life, celebrate her very, very important positions with the uh, uh, with the Obama administration. And uh, this is a great uh, mind. She's fabulous. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Durka, 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 jihad, jihad. So when the corruption of the Obama administration starts coming to light, which is still is still happening, and now Loretta Lynch is going to testify in front of the um, Intel Committee under Roth. I don't think we're going to get a lot out of that, by the way. She's going to be very, very careful in her language and very crafty. Um, I don't think there's going to be much uh, taken out of that. 
But we, we sit in there and we say, well, Susan Rice, you know, you are on the list of an individual who un, unmasked many Americans, um, who uh, looked for information uh, from Americans by virtue of the position you were in at the time, had no reason for the unmasking of those individuals. I have not seen a good reason why you asked for this. And there's a few other people who are connected. Brennan is one of them, and I think Rhodes might be connected to this as well. Um, now, being honest in conversation, when I talk to you about General Flynn, and uh, and I say he's going to take a conviction, let there be no doubt in your mind right now, he will take a conviction, and it's going to boil right down to the forms he filled out, disclosure forms, economic disclosure, and representing a foreign government, which he didn't disclose. He's going to take a hit on that. See, see, see how short that conversation is on my side of the aisle? So we talk about Susan Rice and how important, how intelligent, just fabulous she is. She's, just, she's super awesome. And she was the voice of the administration after Benghazi. Uh, once again, made no sense why she was. Made no sense. But yet there she is. It was a video and whatnot. Okay. It was a video. We'll, we'll, we'll listen to your lies and, and bob our heads up and down. Yeah, yeah, we, we understand completely. I would love to be on that committee. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hi, Dan. Yeah, I, I, I think you suck. <laughs> I think you're corrupt. But, uh, you know, we're not going to prove that. To, and according to this committee, we'll never discover that. But you look at what she's facing right now. So where did the uh, where did the media world go to? Where did the political elite go to? You be racist and sexist. Okay. So that's the conversation now. That's my perfect understanding. But, by the way, a reality I've known for the last 30 years. If you criticize behavior, if you criticize culture, if you criticize death, if you criticize illiteracy, you, you criticize uh, culture that other people come from other countries, uh, then you're a xenophobe, you're a racist, homophobe, blah, 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 dirk, dirk, dirk. As you can tell, it bothers me terribly being judged like that today. And, uh, and, and, and the very intelligent, the very highly uh, intellectually poised individual... Uh, I'm very, very, I'm a world famous government employee for the. Uh, you be racist. That's how deep it goes, gang. That's how deep it goes. And I'm not playing the game anymore. I'm done. I'm out. We need to call stupid, stupid, right? They say it with me, stupid, stupid. <laughs> and I'm laughing now because Finkelman, I'm looking at a, uh, I'm looking at a a sand uh, uh, sculpture. <laughs> and it's uh, Governor Chris Christie just completely blobulations on the beach with a shark coming out and saying July Fourth. Oh, okay, oh, perfect. What can I, okay? Can I ask you something real quick about that whole situation? What, sure. How could he possibly have thought that that was going to go over? Okay, I that, don't know. That's what for I the life don't. Of me. That's what I don't you understand about Chris Christie. Sometimes is it just you know what, dude? I don't. He get it. I think he knows career over. I think he knows political aspirations over. I think he knows uh, his last day of the governorship is the last day he will be in a prominent position in our society. I think he knows that. And I really believe he's arrived at a place where he literally just doesn't care. He, he's done. He's out. I don't care. I, I'm, you know, this is the governor's mansion and it's 4th of July. And this is where the governor's mansion is. He has two mansions, by the way, uh, the governor of New Jersey. And one is on the beach, one's a, uh, one's a beach getaway. And he didn't care that drones were going to be flying overhead recording him. And his first reaction to this when the news broke was, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're going to get all the awards. This is really a groundbreaking journalism, blah, blah, blah. 
And uh, I, I, dude, I just think he doesn't care anymore. It, it, it is what it is. And uh, I, I go back to the 90-minute press conference that he had after Bridgegate really broke wide open. And uh, it shut a lot of people down for a long time. But uh, And, again, he was a good governor when he first started. He was really liked by a lot of the state. And um, interesting guy. Brought both parties together uh, on, on several issues. And uh, and I believe has some uh, some talent. I really do. When he he tells a story about a friend of his who became addicted, and uh, and it's the guy just he has a lot of talents that uh, I believe the optics are just no longer part of his thought process, uh, uh, Joel. And it's just it is what it is. It must uh, be really tough to be part of his uh, handling team or his PR staff. I mean, well, when, it, just, when it you, must be tough. If you're on the Christie team, you say, "Oh my God, it's so bad." Just take a look at the White House. You look, you know, yeah. all right, you know, I'll, t- I'll stick with this team. I'm all right with that. And it's, uh, you know, and again, I'm not saying Donald Trump is, is, um, you know, the example of how not to do anything. What I'm saying is his, his staff, his team, um, and when you listen to the Judge to the Imperial uh, interview with President Trump, and she asked the question, quote unquote, uh, does your team have difficulty keeping up with you? And does your team have difficulty, uh, uh, trying to, uh, that's exactly it. I'm huge. I move to, I don't take naps. I go very quickly, and uh, they can't keep up. You know, to me, that's that, that wasn't a good response. I didn't like that, but I understand. And I do I enjoy the twisting and the writhing and the pain of the mainstream media? Because guess what? The individual who put out that uh, video with the, uh, the meme, the CNN meme on top of uh, Vince McMahon, and it shows uh, President Donald Trump, or oh, former uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, the entertainment guy, knocking down Vince McMahon. You see the CNN meme. Did you hear the conversation, uh, especially from CNN, over the last three days? This is allegedly Donald Trump promoting violence against reporters and journalists. And yet the very same reporters can't see the reality when they go back to Alexandria, Virginia, and listen to the reporting they've, they've been putting out and, and trying to understand why... A congressman was shot on a ball field. They can't put that one together, though. But yet the uh, the ridiculous comedy meme and the it, stupid video somehow, some way, was Donald Trump signing off on violence against reporters, journalism, and uh, we're very, very frightened. It's a very dangerous situation. Yeah, you need to get out of the biz if that bothers you that deeply. Or in the words of my dad, shut up. Just shut up. 45 past the hour. This love fest will continue when we get back. That's Joel Finkelman taking your calls at 321. 1310. Toll free. We could do that for you. 877-235-1310. Dan Connery Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, everybody. All right, my uh, my insane tirade for the day is over. I'm going to shake it off. But I just sent a link, which I'm not going to put. You know what? I guess we can. It's a, it's a legitimate uh, uh, news report. And that's the problem. That's the problem I'm pointing out. And I've admonished uh, Joel Finkelman to watch this report. So I, I'm going to uh, babble on here for a minute. Now, let me set this up. There's an Ironman competition out on the West Coast. I believe it's Hermosa Beach. And there's a reporter doing a stand-up on the beach with all these contestants who wrapped up the Ironman competition. Mother of God. When I mean, it's we're circling the drain. So she's doing a stand-up. They go to the anchors at KTLA. The anchors throw it to her on the beach. 
And they're going back and forth. She's reporting, telling about uh, the trials and tribulations of uh, Ironman athletes and uh, very, very interesting. Now, I know I, I said, well, let me put my detective uh, uh, cat back on while I watch this thing. These cats set this up. And there was about three or four guys set, standing around the woman interviewing one guy. And they started pounding beers insanely. And and one guy is starting, I mean, you can, on camera, you see he's starting to hurl. And he's starting to, and then one person gets, why am I laughing at this? I, I mean, I'm just so wrong at so many different levels of this. And um, I don't know if we <laughs> okay, should. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got it now. All right. And uh, <laughs> I just watched it. Dude, why are we laughing at this? This is the problem with us. This I, is the why society is failing. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw this up on the uh, on the blog. Yeah, throw it on the website. I, if I you know, if, if there's that. a protest, if um, there's a protest of some sort, we'll shut it down. But uh, the, dude, we're circling the drain because you know these cats set this up. And one of the guys throws up on his friend and into the face of the news reporter. Right on her nose. That's when they froze the shot and they broke uh, away. I was going to say, I'll be happy to to let everybody know, though, at least she's kind of interviewing this giant hulking guy at the beach. And uh, I guess he kind of catches the brunt of it, per se. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Either way, it's disgusting. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's, (laughs) Let's take this a step further now. And again, I opened up the show today talking to you about the end of marathons and uh, the end of the hot dog eating ca- contest in Nathan's in Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. And, uh, and uh, you know, the winner was 72 dogs, and uh, it's gross. I, I, let me tell you, the end of any marathon is the grossest place on the planet. People just collapse and they fall apart, and they just it's, it's horrible. So this woman is doing the stand-up. Now, here's the really frightening part. The, the big hulking dude. Dude takes he takes the massive hit here, and I know uh, here's it. What and ask yourself this question as you go to wyba.com.com, and as you go to wyba.com, you click on Dan Connery, and ask yourself before you click play on this, before you click play, you ask yourself a question: Do I really want to watch this? And the answer for the vast majority of us today is yes. We are not going to survive. There is an alpha and there's an omega. We are now arriving at omega. It's done. It's over. We're finished. And uh, for all the people who accuse me of being A, B, C, and D, and I, I just and you you hear me talking about retirement, uh, you wonder why we've gotten here because I think Joel Finkelman aptly described it as the hulking dude takes the majority. And Finkelman, did you hesitate in any way, shape, or form, even after read the uh, the uh, the headline? Or, or the uh, the byline on this, you had to watch it, didn't you? Yeah, even you told me what was going to happen, <laughs> and I still watched it. Oh, and boy. and we are a society that says, and we both men and women, we sit there and say, "Oh, dude, I got to watch this," <laughs> and it's just we wonder why we're finished. Yeah, and I got so many nice people, you know, texting me, "Dan, don't retire, come on," and it's just like you know, and I guess they, you know, there's something to what they're saying because the the the, the degenerate reality of of our life and the circling of the drain, I, I guess it wouldn't make a hell of a lot of sense if I walked away from the conversation and I pointed these things out because at the same time I watched it. But here's the coup de grace, Finkelman. Did you stick with the end of the video when they threw it back to the anchors? Here's the, yeah, uh, that's the oh, question. Yeah, yeah, they're all laughing at her. <laughs> Wait a minute. The, the guy is, you know, he's trying to hold it together. The woman, the beautiful anchor sitting at that desk is now literally holding her hand up to her mouth and breaking up laughing, she is gone. She is gonzo beans. 
And uh, I just uh, – it's just unbelievable. I really I just, hope that uh, the the reporter in the field in this situation at least got a little bit of a bonus or like a you know like can, can we get a gift card or something? No, she got this? some she got some hot dogs and free beers. What do you want? Yeah, oh, you yeah, that's what she really wanted. After it's that, all I'm pre-chewed. Sure. It's all pre-chewed, man. Here you go, baby. Yeah. It's like wow, here, Zowie. We got her some natty light after that incident. <laughs> this is so wrong at so many different levels. And, uh, you know, dude, I've, I've met the Iron Man crowd. They're insane. You don't want to hang out with them at the end of a race. They, they're completely uh, – because they start pounding beers as soon as they're done. And it's uh, – so I don't recommend this. And really, protect yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my God. It's just shame on us. It's over. We're done. And, and just to uh, get you up to date, uh, CNN is now being lashed out at as uh, – the uh, they are threatening to out the Trump meme creator, the individual created the video, and uh, I would ask my friends out there who could not wait to dump, uh, jump on Donald Trump, could not wait to say uh, how could the president uh, d- retweet this uh, Durka Durka Jihad? Well, guess what? Turns out he didn't uh, retweet it. Uh, he had nothing to do with it, and it's uh, and he got a report today out of San Antonio Police Chief. He's sick of the anti-police sentiment. And it's time for uh, neighborhoods and towns and cities across America to get together, start acknowledging their behavior, their communities, uh, their young people, their uh, public schools, and start to think about what you're willing to accept. Uh, uh, I, am I cranky today for a, a myriad of reasons? Yes, yes, I am. And uh, am I cranky having heard people from other countries sit here and pop off about the United States over the last several days? I, I go back for years. Um, you know, and, and members of my uh, my crowd, you know, my uh, my fellow Celts sit there. Oh, America, that's America. Yeah, yeah, shut the hell up. Say thank you. Or, or go back. The plane goes both ways. It, it's so simple and jingoistic. I know most of you dis- will dismiss what I'm saying right now, but uh, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of it. And, and for every moron that lashes out, uh, I truly believe, and this is a prediction I'm going to make, I believe Donald Trump's numbers are much better than what are being displayed uh, on TV right now. Now, for those of you who just rolled your eyes, said, "Oh, seven of that they're coming crazy." Oh, seven of Yeah, well, they also said Hillary Clinton was going to win, didn't they? Shamalama ding dong. So, you're locked into your ignorance. You're locked into this media-fed narrative that you're you're getting right now. Just control yourselves. That's all I ask. Uh, will I criticize President Trump when he when he says something that is unacceptable and and inappropriate? Yep, I'm going to do it every single time. Uh, that being said, uh, I'm looking at some of the substantial stuff. I'm, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not saying the economy's fixed yet. I'm not saying all the jobs have returned to the United States yet. Uh, and I'm also very, very frustrated with this health care debate that's taking place. I will certainly uh, get up to speed with you tomorrow on exactly what's going on in the United States Senate. Um, again, I'm me and very few people are having the conversation that this uh, this is a bad, bad thing. And I compliment Mark Levin of being a true conservative as saying. Just let it die. Repeal it. Let it die. And guess what? Insurance companies are going to step up and offer product uh, that is quality and affordable uh, because there'll be a vacuum, and you need to fill that vacuum. And and the free market does that. It does it every single time. And uh, and we should be a benevolent, caring country that will good do things good do good things for fellow Americans. Uh, I believe in that as well. I believe in benevolence. I be- believe in charity. But when we reach the level of our society where there is an expectation and a demand and somehow, some way you're entitled, uh, then we've, uh, we've hit a roadblock. 
We've crashed into the wall that needs to be. We, we need to uh, sort out the victims, try to put some brains back together here and fix the broken skulls and, and the broken uh, critical thinking skills because that's uh, completely uh, what has happened today. And uh, we have too many uh, college-level individuals who are willing to accept socialism in, in this great representative republic. Not going to happen. Not going to do it. Uh, so I uh, need to get over yourselves. Joel Finkelman, thank you very much. Appreciate your help today. We'll be back here tomorrow and Friday. I'm also sitting in for uh, Martin Belling in Milwaukee on Thursday. And uh, lots going on. Staying busy. Uh, Vicky McKenna Show, 3 o'clock. Make sure you're there. We'll track you down if you're not. This has been the Dan Connery Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.